You're listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via thebridgechicago.com. Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. I hoped this Christmas would be different, but my family acted worse than ever. What now? Let's get into it. by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Ho, ho, ho. Well, let's just get on with it. The Christmas spirit, indeed. Also joining us, Jed Brewer, the producer of the show. Christmas 2018 is behind us. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yes. It's the most festive time of the year for us, which is when it's all over. (laughs) And I have a feeling that there may be some people out there who agree with us because we're answering a question that came in to thebridgeloud at gmail.com, where you're welcome to write in your questions. This week's question says, I hoped this Christmas would be different. But my family acted worse than ever. What now? And Glenn, I think, and I don't always feel this way in the show, I think we're just the people to answer this question. <laughs> you bet. So been, where would we start? We've been there. We've done that. 
Well, hope is kind of a funny thing. I mean, we we get to uh, get our, our. We have this thing. I got my hopes up, and right. I, I think we're going to examine how much of that is really hope. But I think it really comes back to this idea of I want to think positive. I want to be positive. I want to have a positive impact on other people, and. Uh, sometimes we get that going even when there's no logical reason why I should expect that that would work. But something about that positivity gives us a, a cool momentum and gives us a sense of drive. And when that's rejected, it feels pretty painful. Yeah. So we want to start there with saying that, we, we, that we're sorry for that, uh, that we've been there on that. And, and we want to explore those issues. We certainly do. And, Jed, I think there's an important thing to pick up there in what Glenn's saying is this idea of when your hopes are kind of dashed on something, it can I think it can often feel like the we made this worse by having hope. Yeah. If we just set our sights nice and low, sure, things would have sucked, but not as much. I'm not sure that's exactly the lesson we want to take from this. It's not, but it would be easy to, to go that way. I mean, it would make sense. We've all been there. There's, for me, that sense of I... I hoped against hope that, you know, if I said just the right things and put on my best sweater and smiled extra big, these people would be cool in a way that they never are. What I should have done is just gotten a huge piece of pie and sat in the corner and waited for it to be over. And Your pie I, never disappoints. Exactly. I'm mad at all of them, but I'm the most mad at myself because, you know, it was always going to be a crappy day. And now it's a crappy day. Plus, I feel like an idiot for expecting that it would be any better than it was. If that's where you're at, as Glenn says, we're sorry. We actually, all of us on the show, we know what that's like. We've we've been there, and there is a temptation uh, in in the spirit of fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't be fooled again. In the spirit of that, is that how that saying goes? That's how they say it in Texas. That's oh, what I heard. Okay. In the spirit of that, um, I think there is a temptation to feel like the, the key takeaway is never hope again. Hope was the problem here. Hope was the thing that, that bit me on the butt. So now never, ever do that again, no matter what. But I think that's really the question. Before, it, it makes sense. Emotionally, it makes sense. But before we give into that, we want to look at, is that the right analysis? Is it worth hoping again? Is there more to this story than just, I had hope and it didn't work and now I feel awful, so never hope again? Yes, we can, uh, just so it's not incredibly depressing here in the first segment, we can preview and say, yes, hope is good. <laughs> you should have hope. We want you to have hope. But we'll see. Well, <laughs> some of us want you to have hope. Okay. And we'll look at that when we come back because it is a good thing. That's what we want for you to look at when we come back right here on the Bridge Live. Fuck you. 
Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King. I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. I'll take pie over hope any day. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's I want to say some snarky, but that actually sounds like a pretty good life motto. Yep. That's how I got this overweight, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetic and hopeless. <laughs> Not maybe the indication we're going for. Also joining us, we're the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. I like hope. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. We're going to answer a question that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I hope this Christmas will be different, that my family acted worse than ever. What now? So, Glenn, um, we in the last segment looking at, uh, is it worth ever hoping again? And I, I think it's fair to say we may have had some disagreement on that as we went to break. <laughs> but assuming that we should, yeah. that hope is something gone, is part of the problem here that maybe hope isn't exactly what got us in trouble here yeah. as much as wishing. That's right. Yeah. There are times when I want something very, very badly, and I wish it would happen so strong that I tell myself I'm getting my hopes up or I'm having hope in that situation, but it's really just a really strong desire to see a really positive outcome happen. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not exactly the same thing as hope. Uh, it it seems uh, sort of a negative viewpoint to think I need to manage expectations, I need to have a long-term viewpoint and see the world as a messy place where dreams don't always come true and even when they do, it kind of doesn't look like it right away, that kind of thing. Uh, so I think part of this for us is uh, to look at the difference between hope and wishing. I think it's a great point, and Jed, I think Glenn did a great job defining wishing there for us. How would we go about differentiating hope from that? That's a great question. In a lot of ways, if you can dig it, the difference between hope and wishing boils down to work. You can wish that you'd be an amazing world-class athlete, and we pretty much all do. We all wish that were true of ourselves. But if you hope to someday be a world-class athlete, then you're working towards that goal. Maybe you're training, maybe you're going to the gym, maybe you're looking at stuff related to, to wellness and, and diet and all kinds of stuff. Hope is an active thing. Hope says there's a specific goal, and I want to see it. There's a, a journey that I'm going on towards a destination that I want to get to, and I'm engaged in that process. Hope is a very, very active thing. Now, we want to be clear. It'd be easy to get confused because a lot of people use the word hope when they mean wishing. Um, that actually happens a lot. But wishing is is just that. It's You might have heard before the phrase magical thinking, you know, like in fairy tales. Things just, we sprinkle some fairy dust, and then a magic thing happens, and now things are different. And that's part of what makes stories fun, is that that can occur in stories, but that, that doesn't actually happen in real life. When we hope in kind of the sense of the Bible, in the sense we're talking about here, we are working towards something. We're, we're pushing ourselves and our situation towards something. The question that we need to look at is, do we know how to start that journey? If hope is a journey, and it definitely is, do we know how to begin that journey? Yeah, an example we've used a lot with kind of talking to folks we work with in our day job about hope is the idea of if you uh, look at a bridge and think, I, I, I would like to think in the theoretical that that would, would hold my car as I go over it. That's more in the, the theoretical, the wishing. Once you start driving on it, now I really hope this works. Yep. So as we go about setting this in action, that's what we're going to look at when we come back right here on Bridge Lab.
The Bridge Loud. We're back here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. I hope my relatives learn to behave by next Christmas. Well, I think we'll work on that. Also joining us here's the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. I definitely salute that desire. Yeah. We're answering a question that came into The Bridge Loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I hope this Christmas will be different, but my family acted worse than ever. What now? And Glenn, let's say you're in the shoes of, uh, of our question asker and maybe mm. several of us around this table, and you wished that Christmas 2018 would be different. That didn't really work out. How do we go about hoping 2019 will be different? Well, here's the funny thing. This is a little complicated, but here's the problem I see is I will look at someone who's acting funky, and then I'll say, okay, I wish that this person would stop, and I think positive, and I go in there, and then they don't. And then I, I wish it again, and I go in there... And they act funky again. Now I'm angry. And here's here's the funny thing that, that, that works out of that. That person eventually decides to behave. But by the time they're ready to behave and meet me halfway, I'm not because yep. I'm angry with them. Sure. So part of this has to do with managing who gets my time and my attention. I want to start with whoever's ready to receive the positive stuff that I'm ready to send out. Everybody else, I'm going to go ahead and hold them at arm's length. So that when they're ready, I'll be ready. That way I can maximize my impact. Otherwise, the crazy people are going to take me out. I think it's a a great example of what we're looking at with the idea that Jed gave us earlier that uh, hope involves being active. Hope involves working towards an outcome you want. And Jed, let's look at that in the sense of going to Christmas with our crazy family. There's wishing that they would all be cool. Then there's hoping that I will have a decent experience. How do I go about being active in that hope? Great question. Let's pick up right where Glenn left off. The thing I'd love to encourage you to do is to pick maybe two relatives that you're going to see at Christmas 2019 who have the best ability to act right. Uh, now, that could be a relative thing. That, that, that could be they have not drunk an entire magnum of wine. So, But we want to pick... Oh, Jed, who would do such a thing? <laughs> we want to pick you know one or two who are able, relatively speaking, to be cool about stuff. Now, we want to actively build a closer relationship with them this year. That could be visiting more regularly. That could be calling more regularly. It could be writing letters or emails, uh, whatever that thing is. But intentionally trying to develop a closer, more intimate, more familiar relationship with them. And you can do that. The more time that you spend with people, the more you invest in a relationship, the closer it gets. You can, you can absolutely do that. Here's why this matters is, A, Throughout the year, you just you have the benefit of a closer relationship with a person who's cool, so that's great. That's really, really good. But it also means when you get to Christmas party 2019, you can say, ah, it's Aunt Susie and Uncle Ed. They're my cool people. I'm going to grab my pie and hang out with them. I'm going to let the crazy people, they can be off in their corner doing their own thing. It's going to be me and Uncle, and Uncle Ed and Aunt Susie. We're hanging out together. We're having a good time. And I'm able to do that because I have hoped for this to happen. So I have built this moment all year long by developing this relationship. That's absolutely right. And we can't overmiss the critical component here. Get some pie. Yeah. That's going to help. Definitely. All this go down smooth and we'll be back right here on The Bridge Loud.
Glenn from the Bridge Loud. Maybe you're listening right now and you're thinking, none of this good news applies to me because I've made mistakes and I've got a record. Well, you know what? No problem. We work every day with people who have been and sometimes still are behind bars. We know how to work with that and we ain't scared. Email us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com. That's thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We know you have struggles. We believe in you, and we want to help. We're back to you here at The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and once again, I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. As a great social philosopher once said, don't try and get a slice of my pie. That's that's very deep. Yeah. Also joining us, producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. I can think of other song lyrics that contain pie, but none of them are quotable on the air. Yeah. No, Warrant is not Christmas music. <laughs> if I teach you anything, let it be that. But we're also going to continue to look at the question that came to the bridge loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I hope this Christmas will be different, but my family acted worse than ever. What now? And you know what goes great with that Christmas pie? A little Christmas secret sauce. The secret sauce. So, Glenn, what's, what's one kind of pro-level tip that you would give for folks who are trying to understand this hoping for things to be better stuff. Well, yeah, in our day job, we spend time uh, working with guys coming out of jail, trying to, to get their lives back together, coming off the streets. And they're often surrounded by negative people on dysfunctional behavior, and they're trying to make a difference in their own lives and trying to keep those other people from taking them down. And they want to be positive within that and just say, I'll, I'll shine a light and other people will be drawn to that. But part of what we have to explore with them is the, the idea that this is actually a battle, that this is a struggle, that there are unseen forces that are driving some of that negative behavior in other people, and that uh, sometimes that forward progress is messy. Sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. Sometimes you say something and someone's a jerk about it. They go home and they think about it later and they change their minds about things. So that uh, we, we'd want to look at, let's not just judge this in the moment, but see this as a long-term struggle and that you're chipping away if you're planting a good seed in someone's life. I think it's a really great point. I, I would close this out by looking at adding another word in here. We've, we've talked about wishing. We've talked about how that's different from hoping. And I think we, we can take that another step and talk about faith. Mm. So for, for those of us in the show and the, the folks we work with, uh, you know, we're on the Jesus thing. That, that's our deal. And that's faith, which is tied to hope, not really wishing. As we talked about, wishing is I just wish something would happen here. I don't know how. I don't know what. I don't think I played a role in that. I just hope a genie makes these people behave. Then there's hope, which is looking at what can I do? I have these active steps I can take. I can talk to Aunt Susie and Uncle Ed, and they can be cool, and that will help me realize my hope for a non-crazy Christmas. Then there's faith. And here's what, here's what the Bible has to say about this. This is in the book of Hebrews 11.1. It says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Faith for us is that extra step of, I know what the ultimate source of this hope is going to be. I'm going to hope that some stuff works out in my family. And my faith on that is going to be that not in me figuring out the magic words, not in me being acceptable, but God's going to do something with them. Now, that opens up a whole different kettle of fish when you don't get what you want in Christmas 2018. But God is not afraid to uh, hear you talk about being disappointed. God's not afraid to hear you hoping that things will be different. He wants to have that conversation with you. We want you to have the experience of having that conversation with God and getting out the other side of it. And we will see you next week right here on The Bridge Loud. 
All right, that's our show. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on The Bridge Loud. And let us know, are you ready to join the Bridge Loud tribe? We know you've got talents. Maybe you can scream or play the guitar or make a super cool graphic. Love it. Reach out to us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com and tell us what you do. We want your talents and gifts as a part of the Bridge Loud, so don't be shy. Let us know, thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We love you. God loves you, and there's nothing you can do about it.